0: so in a week we started with some shit news it ends up actually turning out to be a pretty decent week in red wings land uh anyway hi i'm garth wickham
1: uh grant wickham dylan anderson aka andy
0: <laughs> but uh yeah with the ver- like i didn't think we we're gonna have such a good week like preseason wise with like to start off with the verona news you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. was a rough start.
1: That was kind of devastating to see come across the old Twitter scroll. The yeah. Twitter like,
0: man, you know, like we're kind of right. Like we're coming in like pretty good as Red Wing fans. Like we're really looking forward to some like depth scoring, some like interesting like lineup combinations. And then out four months for a guy who skated for 10 minutes in a practice. <laughs> also was late on his visa.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: insane. Only, only red wings, man.
1: Yeah, especially mic- a player, especially a player that's like looks promising for us too. We're like, oh, okay. And then, well,
0: it's funny. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw this, but Pete Blackburn did like an article it was like breakout player of the year, and like his number one player was Jacob Verana. Oh, and I, I- immediately after the day after he, he released that article, it, Verana Verana was ruled <laughs> out for four months.
2: Oh, that's so
0: bad.
1: That's down bad, oh man tough bounce, tough bounce repeat there, I mean the wings, yeah, but like is reported as a, reporter, that's a tough bounce <laughs>
0: yeah, all right, uh, basically this episode we're gonna we're gonna go through all the games, some interesting storylines thrown in, uh yeah, so um' let's, we'll get started with uh game one that was is that Wednesday I can't yeah. remember. is that Wednesday yeah. Yeah. 4-3 uh, win in the shootout versus Chicago, even though I guess all – like the reg- the preseason rules that there's a shootout after every game. What do you guys think about that? Like, that's weird.
2: I like it. It's no different. One, you don't practice shootouts, and I think it's a good chance for, like, they're throwing in the, the guys that are going to be playing in the shootouts, even though shootouts should be a thing in general. Uh, yeah. I kind of like it.
1: I, I think it's I, – I like it too because, like, I mean – it wasn't a super long off season, and you have a lot of guys in the mix trying to get back into shape and stuff, so why play the extra five minutes three-on-three? Three, and they've kind of, like, caution for error on, on injury front, I guess. is like, I'm assuming why they did it, too.
0: I just think it's funny. Like, the Red Wings, like, won their other couple of games. They are up by, like, four goals, and then it's, like, weird to finish off a game. I Like, also, I don't think anyone knew, like, in Little Caesars Arena. I don't think they announced no. it because everyone was well, gone.
2: I don't know. I just kind of like it because you have, like, you're practicing shootouts. I don't know, basically. Like, yeah, I think I, like, I lean
0: more on the side of liking it, but I think it's I think it's definitely like an
2: interesting like change of pace. And I think it's, I don't know, maybe fans like it, but I don't know. As a fan... Like, None of the I'm fans not, knew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. As a fan, I'm not like, wow, I'm super excited for the shootout after we just won by four goals. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because then it feels it means, like you lost if you lose the shootout, no? D- well, yeah, last night. Yeah.
0: All right, yeah. but we'll start with the... We'll go back to the Wednesday game. Um... I think the – like kind of like one of the biggest – like I was not sure like how the, the quote-unquote shutdown line would really play like as like they were going to be the, the key guys of the game, but I thought they played really well. That being um, Adam Ernie, Nemesnikov, and uh, Rasmussen, Rasmussen centering. Also, yeah. the, pronunciation, the, the pronunciation of uh, – Rasmussen? Um, Rasmussen <laughs> on, the, on the broadcast was pretty brutal. Isn't it, isn't it supposed
1: to be Rasmussen?
0: It's Rasmussen. I always say I've always said ras Rasm Rasmussen. R- like, yeah. But like, I guess I'll start calling him Rasmussen now. But I've I, always I, called him
1: Rasmussen because I'm a, Big Daddy I'm, Rass, a right human being.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go by Big Daddy
1: Rass as well. I like, think yeah. that's way more fun. I'm. Yeah, Big I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> it's re- it's <laughs> really
0: weird because it's really weird because he's like I think he's like ten or fifteen you? days younger than me.
1: Yeah, he's literally yeah, he's barely,
0: like barely younger than me. It's insane. Um. But, yeah, I thought they were
1: – I thought they looked good. I didn't yeah, do They're impressive. I mean, Ernie was flying out there. Who did he set up? In that? Was it – or am I getting games mixed up where he had no, – nice, that, that
0: was Big Daddy ass set up for first goal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was no – I'm think, I, I'm pretty sure it was – one of them was, like, Ernie was flying into – on the offense uh, – yeah, on the forecheck his left-hand corner, and he did a little spinorama – Pass out to the front. Yep. Back was, yeah, back doors. Yeah, that was the first oh, goal. That was first goal. Oh yeah, was that? Yeah. that was Rasted did that? Yeah, and Ernie buried. Okay, no, no, no.
2: Ernie passed it. Rast buried.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Okay, okay. yeah. Um. Was, they, anyways, they're flying out there. So, yeah, I thought low
2: key Nemestikov was very good that that game for um I don't know it's good good game for him. He showed it's like a... physicality and then his he's a fast player. Like like this. I just like
0: the he plays with a little edge for not being that big of a guy. He yeah. kinda has that, that prick streak in him. So it's like it's nice to have that element to a lineup. I mean, He was always like that last year, but it's kind of like he's got like this –
2: He's got more confidence almost. He's got Um, this
0: real attitude coming into this year because he he literally – he said that in one of his press conferences or his his one press conference saying like how he was disappointed in his performance last year.
2: I was also disappointed in
1: his performance
0: last year. Yeah, it was like 17 points in like 50 games. Like not great.
2: And like four of his goals were empty net goals. I
0: think it was like five.
2: Yeah, he was a stud.
0: The only games I can think of where he scored with the goalie was – his first goal against Dallas was, like, that weird backhand. And then the other one was, like, a shot that Philip Sedina took, and it went off Namesnikov in front.
1: Yeah, he has, like, shin his shin pad or something like
0: that, eh? No, it was, like, his shoulder. It was, like, a high shot it oh. hit in the shoulder and, like, bounced in. It was against yeah, Tampa. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I've, been, I've been actually pretty impressed with that line. Like, I I was, like – I'm, like, wow, that's a boring combo. Like, on paper, I'm, like, that's not that fun. But, well, it looked good. Um, Whatever it works. Also, yeah, exactly. I mean – the 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 thought is there like when we get into a season you want to have a like a lineup that's really going to match up well and like my only concern is like besides Nemesnikov like as much as Ra- Rass has like really improved his skating like how they can compete with top guys cuz Ernie's not a good
2: skater well he's that's, skater that's not for, for he's certain, a free up there yeah. that's not for certain a line yet like
0: but, well, I mean, it looks like that they're going to start the season with that. And I, if I were to put money on game one, I'm going to guess they're going to be the third line.
2: I hope not, to be honest with you. But I'll talk about that later. But
0: Okay.
2: Um, yeah, no, I thought Rasm- Rasmussen looked really good, though. Um, the big thing I was looking for in this game is to see he improved a lot on puck battles last year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he lost a single puck battle in game one.
0: He was also really good on the draws. I think. I think he like won most of his draws.
2: So yeah, he was a monster on the puck, and then like he was good on the power play and the penalty kill, which yeah. are big for him. He if you want He was it.
1: using his. He was using his like aggressive on the puck. He was using his size too. Like yeah, finally. His body. Yeah, like, finally. like we kind of going back to last podcast, last episode. We we're talking about Zadina going in there using his size like for the defensive side. Like he's he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. Compared to Ras, at least, it was like that's something I would have liked to see Ras do, and he actually started doing it. So yeah, that was that was a big uh, nice surprise, kind of I guess, a nice nice surplus check there.
0: That was like my biggest like league. like I know like everyone can say like we like the way like the um, the CHL NHL agreement is like how it kind of screwed over a player like Ras when he came in at 19. Like, he, like, ment- like he mentally just wasn't ready for the NHL. Like, physically he was there, and, like, like skill-wise, he could have, like, figured it out. But, like, it was more so that, like, he didn't realize how big he was.
1: Yeah, Like, in the I mean, NHL, was- you
0: know what I mean? Like, he didn't use his body enough.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Like, he went from being probably the biggest guy, at least size, like, height-wise, one of the biggest guys on the ice. He's, what, six five, six six, 6'6", or something like that? He's
0: 6'6". Six, he's six, six.
1: Yeah, 6'6". Six, six. And at that point, he was kind of – the man amongst boys where now he in junior yeah in, yeah in junior then he flipped into oh shit there's you know there's guys like Zanano char out there that are six nine two whatever right where he's right. his size isn't as relevant in his probably in his mind too either like kind of shell shocked a bit i'd assume i want him a big in jump.
0: i want him and elmer soder soder bloom on the same line just like, like an absolute, know. yeah, just an absolute <laughs> meme of a line. Very fun. And then like just some like really small player, like, like I don't know how to see. Yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, whatever small prospect we have, like tie Titaev or something like that. Just something hilarious. Yeah. Hi- Rock, Hi- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Mastro. Oh yeah, we throw, yeah, we throw Mastro on yeah. the right wing. <laughs> oh, um, like other like I thought that Stevens hirosi Ryan line was also real good that game. Like, Agreed. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think they were like, yeah, those two lines are really buzzing because, like, the rest of the depth was kind of meh on forward. But, like, those two lines were really good. I just love how,
2: like, how good Hiroshi looks when he's playing with competent players, like, like really competent, like, players that can play in the NHL. He looks so much better. We talked about
0: this. Uh, yeah. We talked about this yesterday, I think, Grant. But, uh, yeah. Like off, obviously, off air. I think, like, ter- like it would make some sense if, like Terra Horosi play at the season and like filling in for Verana. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I think it makes some sense though. Simply how good like he's really played his balls off like this preseason. I'm not gonna lie. I've like I've really liked Hiroshi's game. Like every game he's played in. Yep. I think he's um, really good.
2: It definitely does make sense because he's good on like the power play too. He can kind of fill right a in the power play fill a role of just being a puck mover on the power play. The only thing with that is like you have he's pretty guys.
0: one-dimensional, though. He's a one. Tr- I can see why he has struggled with keeping that spot, because simply he's a one-trick pony. Yes. He's not yeah. a shooting. St- he's not a shooting threat at all. No. No. That's what they really need to work on with Berggren to avoid him becoming a herozy.
2: Berggren won't be a because he's way more dynamic. He's more puck.
0: dynamic passing-wise and speed-wise, but like you watch Bergerin- him skate with the
2: puck, he just controls the whole play.
0: I'm talking. I'm talking power play right now because Berggren doesn't shoot enough. That's yeah. his biggest. That's his biggest thing right now. Is he doesn't shoot enough but at all. He just
2: he literally can just skate circles around people because he just like the way he can control play. I don't know. I think he's the so, shooting
1: will come for Bergeron too. Like, I mean, yeah. once he gains his confidence, gets he's probably has to be told too to shoot right. Like, yeah, well, that's what I'm probably,
0: saying. That's thing. Like development wise, yeah. like Ben Simon needs to like get in his grill and be like, shoot, shoot the puck, dude. I'm yeah. not
2: too worried about him. Because, like, I don't know, it kind of sucks kind of getting off topic of game one, but it kind of sucks he's not really going to get a chance to play with anybody. Because, I mean, today he was playing with more AHL guys, mm-hmm. which is fine. But um, he's yeah, really going we'll to get, gonna we'll, get, get we'll get to that game
0: at the end. But All right. I guess we'll get this – I, I don't want to – I don't mean to cut you off. It probably, I probably – I knew this was going to happen, but, like, it's all good. But, Dude, you, kinda, you yeah. brought up
2: Burger and I just want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's, I, I just need an excuse to talk about Berger, and honestly – um, but I think the best story from this game was Bobby Ryan, yeah, easily,
1: yeah. Man, he, he, man, he looked good. He's like, I don't know, like why I was surprised, but he was fast as hell out there too. Like he was out there flying, and he's like, he's his, an like, awkward skater. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's awkward to watch, but he looks his, like, like me. Like, on, my, he looks
0: like me on my edges.
1: <laughs> Just rough. <laughs> just carving the ice up.
0: <laughs> I was not an efficient
1: skater playing. I can oh, tell you that for free. Neither was I. Yeah, My hips will tell you that.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, Bobby, he was very, like a lot of his passes he made, like outlet-wise, like breakout, he would carry really well. He'd make those really smart passes. Um, that play to Stevens is real nice when Stevens got that goal. Man, was he buzzing too. Yeah, yeah.
2: Stevens is buzzing as well. It's-
0: I mean, from training camp to now, it looks like Stevens has already beat out Rowney
1: for that. I,
2: I, I don't think that spot should be up for question anymore at all, to be honest. I, I think Stevens has been so good through two games already. Oh, that. Yeah. I think he brings much more than Carter Rowney, to be honest. you, yeah, he, he can from penalty yeah. kill just as well, which is kind of a, a situation that I think should be talked about a little bit going into the season with yeah. depending how they're going to sort out this roster, what our penalty kill is going to look like. Because a couple right. of these guys that might get cut might be some of our better penalty kill guys.
1: Right.
0: Right. Um, I think that, yeah, another guy, like, really surprised me. And I, I think he, he must have listened to the last episode, and he took some offense to it. But uh, Gus Lindstrom was easily the rock on the back end. He was real good that game.
2: Um, yeah, I thought he was awesome. I've We always talk about what's the upside with Gus Lindstrom. Why is he, like, not more confident? And – I have two words written down for him. and It was confidence and composure.
0: He 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 was not swimming at all back there. Like he handled his load really well. Like did not look like he was fl- like yeah, didn't look stressed at all. Like he's, so, it's that Swedish like composure thing. I guess like my from my comments last episode. Like I I guess I just don't see like yeah, it's the ultimate upside with him. Where like I think Troy Seter brings more to the table. That's why I kind of, like, have my beef with Lindstrom, I guess. But he played really well.
2: Um, I have no beef with him. It's literally just – I just never really saw it. And I think if he shows confidence like that all the time, he could be, like, a consistently good five or six defenseman in the NHL. And Yeah, I, absolutely, yeah. I just love that when he's stepping into plays and, like, breaking up passes, like, consistently. Because we've always known that he's competent in his own zone. Just not, like, fabulous.
0: Also, his skating. Like, I, I've never really seen anyone comment on his skating too much. He's a pretty good skater. He's efficient. Yeah. He's not fast, fast, but he's efficient.
1: Yeah, he's he d- gets the job done. As, like, And that's all you can ask for, right? He gets yeah. The job yeah.
0: Done. With the, like, Osterly kind of took care of most of the skating-wise. Man, I actually really liked Osterly as well.
1: Yeah. He,
2: watching. Him I've skate- been a
0: big fan.
1: I've been a big fan of him all preseason so far. <sighs>
2: I, I have and I haven't. I don't know.
1: Um, his, I, for, me it's, for me, it's his skating ability. Oh, I like. Very good like, skater. Like, I guess I was – I don't know if I was overlooking him or not. Like, I mean, he was in Arizona. So, like, not much there. Well, he also had a
0: weird – he had a weird career path where, like, he didn't break into the NHL until he was, like, 25. Right. And, like, he was kind of, like, a seventh defenseman. And then he went to Arizona and, like, he had, like, 20 points one year. Like, he was pretty good. And then last year was kind of, like, where he got, like – they kind of screwed over his playing time. He ended up playing forward a couple of times. Right. Like they just yeah, it was just kind of a weird thing. And then he ends up back here and yeah, like I think he's ultimately I think he's gonna he won't start the year in the lineup. But like I think ultimately he's uh, Mark Stahl slash Dan de insurance. Right. So
2: I, I just I don't mind O'Shelly. I thought I'd like he's a fabulous skater. I just think someone's decision making is uh a little slow there and I think some of it's like just a lot just needs to be quicker with some decisions and then like some are just really bad like there was one towards the end of the period like offensive zone he like it scares me a little bit there's one there's like three seconds on the clock and he tries to make like three toe drags instead of just dishing a backhand pass to a wide open Bobby Ryan in the slot like you have an easy chance for literally just a one-timer goal right there I was like dude you're taking a to an unnecessary toe drag in the corner. It's like chill.
0: Try to relive those uh those Western Michigan days.
2: Yeah. It, it's like the uh
1: the old Danny Heatley lineup for a one tee from the corner. <laughs> yep, that was respectable.
0: <laughs> Should I go yeah, grab my nice. I have I have that shirt. Should I go grab it? Throw it 1507 on? or the uh No, the the picture of Danny Heatley <laughs> taking a slap shot in the corner. I have it like I have a black shirt and it's laminated. I, it. I like i it's currently sitting on like my Closet floor because like I can't wash it like normally because like or else like the the picture will fade. It's oh, yeah. so, like I'm being really gentle. I like hand wash it, but I've just been really lazy. And I haven't <laughs> hand washed it in a while. How about
2: when uh, mom was showing you our old room and she was like, and "This shirt should probably be taken down." It was just a Danny Healy shirt hanging up in our old room yeah exactly because i hung
0: (laughs) yeah andy so i had this uh growing up i had this or not growing up i was in high school but i I bought like when danny heatley signed with the ducks and only played seven games yeah points i bought a danny heatley 51 jersey shirt from like the nhl shop and it's the funniest thing ever it hanging up in our room
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh the old heater
0: oh man but uh yeah like back to this game um that uh, the young pairing of Sabrango and Cotton, oh, they got lit up. So, um, <laughs> I have some I have some comments on it too, but I'll, I'll let you go first.
2: I loved it. I like. I'm so okay with them like being paired together. Like they're gonna learn from each other. They're right. young and they're playing against like they're going against like Kirby Doc. You're going against Philip Kurishev, Jonathan <laughs> Case. Those are some good players. Kershaw I, I, sneaky good. I didn't realize he's not he sneaky was. good. Uh, dude, he's unreal. That he's so filthy. I remember his goal last year against Detroit. Watch stature.
1: Watch I
2: started trying to pay attention to him more, and every time I watched him, I'm like, this kid is nasty. He's good. And, yeah. Um, I just like yeah, young and unexperienced kids playing together, and they're gonna learn from each other. I like it. Uh,
0: the one like on Red Wings Twitter that got really like the um, the Hagel goal. I had some real issue with this. I know we, we talked about this, Grant, but like uh, everyone was blaming Cotton because he was all the way up following Doc. But I'm assuming they were playing man on man. So and we're talking Rowney, Rowney was the one that lost his assignment. And that's why Hagel was all on the side. Rowney song. was
2: lost, dude, on that play. No, Cotton did a good job following his guy up. Yeah, up he was to body. The he, was, point.
0: he was a, a stick's was length was away. Like he was right on job.
2: his guy. And then yeah. Rowney was following Cotton, follow his guy. And then yeah. there was a guy left right open. That was Hagel. He was said, Hagel, yeah. Right, left
0: yeah, open. Hagel. Yeah. Um the first the first goal though was his fault. That was <laughs> that was his guy. And I, so I'm, I'm not com-
2: I'm I not completely let, defending him, but I'm so okay with them making mistakes like that. Oh it's yeah. preseason. Absolutely. Like let him let it, let the kids make mistakes. And I love that Blashill is like putting these fun lines together instead of playing them with a grizzled veteran like Lashoff. And I know Cotton played with Lashoff today, but
0: But like also that like, could be a, that could be a pairing in the minors this year, though. It could be. So you uh, want to like you want to give those looks. I don't. I didn't have a problem with that. Really, that one today. I'm not.
2: I'm just saying, like, yeah, have yeah, yeah. some fun. Like that was yep. fun, especially the start of preseason. Like, give it a run. That's
1: that's the thing. <laughs> that's what, that's what preseason is for, too. Is get your looks, yeah. get uh, get some experience, and I mean, see what works, see what doesn't. And like like mm-hmm. you guys said, they're probably <laughs> paired them up because that's uh, you, like I would assume as well. That, that's going to be a pairing down in minors this year. So, yeah, it's very like get, get them familiar with each other too as at this level. And when they go down, they right. already have a little bit of comfortability with each other. Comfort. Yeah, with for each other.
0: sure. Um, I think Giovanni Smith is not looking too hot right now. <sighs> His seat is warm. Yeah.
2: Oh, man, this this is is
0: I love Giovanni, so I love, I love man. I do too. But, dude. He has not been good.
2: (laughs) So this is kind of He actually had a better he had a better game today, I'll say that. He did, but this is kind of what I mean. When I was saying like that third line might not stick together earlier. Mm -hmm. Like there's a chance one of those guys get moved down to the fourth line, and then you bring in a young kid and put him on the third line. Because I do not think Giovanni Smith has a spot on this team. And neither same with Carter Rani. You can't just throw him in because I don't think he's better than like, let's say Joe Valeno.
0: For being a for being like a defensive center, man, he's getting worked on the draws. Yeah, he is.
2: Just- <laughs> he's getting worked.
0: Oh, also, I was like talking to him up last week where I was like, he's looked really good, like skating ability, but he has not looked very good in preseason. And did,
2: did I know Chase- I know it's I know it's pre I know it's preseason, but like also I don't know you need to be good. I don't know. Was this the game that Chase Pearson played? Or did he play the game after?
1: I can't I think even remember. He- played the game after I'm pretty sure.
2: Well he played the third game,
0: but I don't know if he played yeah, the first or second game. He played game, the but... third game and I don't know if he played the first or second. Yet. I don't know either off the top of my head.
2: So I John... wanna
0: say I want to say he did. I wanna, okay, I wanna say he so didn't play the first game.
2: I'll touch on him right now because I thought he had a real lackluster first game after being super excited for him. And I want like mm-hmm. I, he has if he's gonna make the team he has a lot to prove. Right. And then backboarding off that going into game three He had a very good game, and he's a guy that if you would be willing to move him to the left wing and want a kind of Giovanni-esque player, Chase is not going to fight, but he's going to work his ass off and get things done. He's definitely a grinder. I don't think he's been any worse than Giovanni. If not, I think he's shown more upside, and he can penalty kill. Yep. To me, he's looked better. Also, he has to
0: go through waivers. He has to go through waivers now.
2: Giovanni or Chase? Both, but I was talking about Chase. Yeah. I I'm a big Chase Pearson fan, along with Giovanni, but I just don't think Chase Pearson has looked worse than Giovanni.
0: No. Um, Is it was nice to see also that our our third goalie situation looks 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 pretty good. Calvin third Pickard, and fourth. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Pickard had a game. Calvin. <laughs> oh Pickard my had gosh, a game. he was incredible. Holy overtime, shit. overtime, he was so good. So, uh, he was. He had 21 for 21.
2: I think. So, it's kind of tough, like, because we're talking about all the games, like, and separately. We up, but yeah. we're, like, kind of mashing them together. Like, how do you not talk about all four goalies right now? Like, yeah, we can do
0: that. We can, we can, we can, touch, we can touch on the so, goalies right
2: now. I thought Pickard was unbelievable in game one. Um, Very, very good. And Grice mm-hmm. kind of had a, a tough start. Not his fault um, completely. Not his like, fault neither, completely. Neither of those
1: –
0: both those goals are – well, he had three goals against, but the two – were actually no all three like I can't really blame him. the other one was a tip
2: yeah um, so, like
0: I don't really blame him for any of those
2: but honestly like um I want to say this is gonna sound whack but the Delcovich looks like Tampa Bay versus Carolina and the Delcovich right now in the playoffs the Delcovich was very weak in the playoffs against Tampa Bay and he's scaring me a little bit because I do not think Bradstrom has looked much worse if any worse than Adelkwitch and same with Pickard
0: (laughs) you're really getting on uh you're getting on the Red Wings Twitter side where everyone's like should we be worried no I'm not worried at all I'm
2: just saying like I just during the he's let in a couple he's
0: his all of his goals are kind of weird where they've kind of been all squeakers
2: that's how he looked against Tampa Bay in the playoffs. I have not read Redwing's Twitter. This is all me. Just thinking. Yeah.
0: Okay. Because I saw like a couple of people were like, "Well, uh, should we, maybe we should monitor this?" I'm not worried yeah. at all.
2: I think we have two competent backup or two competent AHL goalies that, if need be, like mm-hmm. I'm not worried. So I think so Blash lucky.
0: Blash said it best in his. Uh, he did. I I, I watched his uh, little uh, post game conference today. And he's like, this is where you get the bugs out in preseason. No, so I think I'm, both the goalies that are going to be NHL goalies this year haven't had great starts. But it's I also preseason. Grice
2: looked really good last night. Was it last night that he played? He looked good last night. He, yeah, he, he played, played half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he played half
1: with.
2: Did he play the second half, right? He didn't let a single goal in, did he? Or maybe no, one? he didn't. Oh, I guess. I guess, yeah.
0: I was, I was mixed up that one with Pickard with uh, Grice, but yeah. So. I guess, um, yeah, he did play
2: well. If I like if you had me rank the goalies right now based on how they've played versus expectations, I would say Pickard number one, then Bradstrom number two, then Grice, and then Gryce and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> Literally <laughs> this is literally the
0: opposite expectations, of expectations though. Yeah, Just, yeah. So
2: yeah. No. I, I thought Grice looked good last game though, and I'm not too worried. Um Bradstrom has keeps surprising people, and I think He's an interesting goalie, like very interesting, because he's still young yet. Not that young
0: though. He's it, think about it though. He's
2: only twenty four. He, he's a year young younger a than he's he's a year younger than Nadalkovic. That's young for a goalie, though. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Nadalkovic just broke in last year. Yeah, I'm just saying, like that's young. And still if, a rookie. <laughs> like, let's say <laughs> yeah. Nadalkovic gets hurt, and they call up Bradstrom to come back up because they want Picker to be the HL goalie. Right. The same thing could happen with. Bratstrom that happened in the last year, right? Wow, you're throwing out some.
0: I'm just spicy, saying that they spicy. He's young takes. he's young yet. Quote it. I'll I'll clip this right now. Victor Bratstrom is as good as
2: Alcovic. You heard it here. I'm not saying You heard saying it here that. first. I'm just saying he's he's good. They, I like
1: him. They're gonna battle for the uh, for the Calder Trophy this year.
0: Yeah, it's actually shared. <laughs> it's shared. It's a tandem. Price yeah. is gonna get a season season-ending
2: injury. No, I I'm not worried about Nadelkovich. I just um I don't know. Just I think it's funny because last year during the playoffs when he was playing against Tampa Bay, I was talking to a, a good buddy of mine, Mr. Chase Telaire, as you guys may know him. Uh and I was him. I was like, we We're watching the Carolina Tampa game and together on Discord, and I was like, Yeah, I don't think Nadalkovich is that good. And uh he was, or no, this was the first round. It was against Nashville when he was battling UC Sorrows. Oh, and that, I was was like, that, was okay. that was a good series. And I was like, dude, Ndalkovich is not that good. And then he was arguing with me. He's like, he's so good and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't see it. And then going into Tampa, he had a rough series against Tampa. And I still like Peter Morazic. I was like, yeah. they should throw him Morazic. And the Morazic opened up. Yep, then going into the offseason, then Nadelkovich gets traded, and I was like the happiest guy in the world. The it, we're like
0: we're like he's the greatest goalie of all time. Yeah,
2: yeah. really.
0: <laughs> um but yeah, uh Bobby Ryan goal uh shootout goal, sick.
2: All the shootout goals were sick.
0: Oh yeah, I think Hirosi's are that. Taco's guy. was
2: so nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love him. He's so good. Um I thought like uh, I think the funniest thing out of the week would have been uh, Blaschel's comments on Raymond. How, like, <laughs> if Mrs. Blaschel can't tell that he should be in the lineup, then he's not making the team.
2: I thought that was pretty funny. That was really funny. I don't know. Right. I like – I too, I think Blaschel's so funny in interviews. He doesn't try to be funny, and he's just funny. I think he's just awkward. He's, he I mean, is awkward. <laughs> I think he's so funny, though. I love it. <laughs> It's, I love, like, the accounts that, like, tweet out his, like, facial expressions throughout, like, the throughout <laughs> games. It's like the Jesse Pugliarvi thing, too, when people tweet out his face. They're, like, my <laughs> two, favorite, two favorite personalities in the league. Pugliarvi.
0: Pugliarvi. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then, like, Brandon Tanev's, like, a third. Yeah.
0: Do you see the Chicago Steel recreated uh, yeah. Tanev's, uh, yeah. like, mugshot? That was
1: funny. Yeah, that was really funny.
0: Mugshot. I love how I called that a mugshot. It wasn't a Wasn't pretty much yeah, I'm kinda, yeah. It kinda looks like it's got off a little tender. <laughs> uh game two, I think I think that might have been the most fun.
2: I disagree, but continue. Like either that or
0: game three, like you yeah. can make your pick, but yeah. Um It was I think it was I think it's more fun because uh Lucas Raymond scored. Uh man, I like that second line. That second line, especially Pew Suter. That was his game.
2: That second line, weren't they the first line?
0: Well, first line, but I, I'm saying like they were taking reps as the second line. Like, oh, throughout, yeah. So I, I, I'm saying second line isn't the fact like Pew Suter
2: is going to be the second line center. So I I've been should have very said first. pleasantly surprised. I'm not, I wouldn't say pleasantly. I watched him a lot last year. I watched a lot of the Hawks games, and I thought Pew Suter was – I didn't know who he was before last year. Bef, honestly, before he scored a hatch against Wings, and I kind of yeah, denied no him a little bit. And I, I liked his play. I liked the way he plays. um And I thought him and Fabry together have been outstanding. And I love the chemistry mm-hmm. they're building. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know if the plan was to put Veron on that second line or if they were going to run someone else, like Zadina or something. But um that spot's kind of open now because it seems like they want to run Bertuzzi, Larkin, and Zadina on the top line. So It and seems I thought, like that. I thought Raymond had a shaky-ish start on that second line. He's... Uh, I was talking to you a little bit about it, Garth, and Mm -hmm. I was talking about how he's almost looked a little timid and then he got a rep with, uh, Valeno and Gagne one shift and he looked so fun. He was having fun out there and he wasn't like scared because he was playing with guys more like his, a young Valeno and then Sam Gagne, who's kind of a veteran who's not as skilled as like Fabry and Suter. Right.
0: Um... And then I thought he, he looked I thought he looked great the rest of the game though. I he really so, settled too. in. He,
2: he is so dynamic on a power play and it's I think he if he ends up making the team this year, he's going to be one of our best power play guys, which is hard to say. I would say him and Letty honestly. Yeah. And that then, shot
0: by that shot by Raymond too. He's got that ability like I I told you like Verana. Yeah. Where like where they get the puck in a certain spot, you're like,
2: oh, he's gonna score here. Which is nice to have because we don't have like you said, we Verona. don't have
0: a guy that's a scary scorer.
2: We have Verana. We've we have
0: We had Verana. It's rough. I guess like Zadina and Juniors you could have made that comment, but like he just oh, hasn't found his game yet. And I even this so. game, this game this game, uh game two. He could not score.
2: Oh, it's it hurts me to see this. Like, I just want him to be a prolific goal scorer, dude. And I, I see it in him, he just cannot yeah, finish. He and he can't finish. And the worst yeah, he, part, the worst part is he's just getting in his own head more and more. That, that's mm-hmm. what I was just
1: gonna say. Like, he he knows he has that in him, and he just you can tell it's, oh, it's driving
2: him, him nuts. Up. So, it's my question is, nuts. how do you fix this? Like, I, it's there. Like, how do you fix this? I know. Bringing in, like, a guy like Alex Tonga can help. But how do you fix this? Like, he's so talented. I don't know if
0: I'm exactly, like, throwing out the red flag, like, the red flags right now about it. Like, if it hits, like, a certain point, like, well, let's say we're, like, 40 games in. And he has 10, like, five. He has, like, six goals. Yeah. I think I'm starting to panic a little bit.
2: Well, but, I'm not panicking yet, but I'm like, he needs to finish. And it's there. He's so, yeah. like, you see the smart decisions he makes, like, He's such a good passer. He's got good hands. Mm-hmm. He's a good skater. Like he has everything. If you could put that scoring touch together that he has, mm-hmm. man, it's damn deadly. deadly, deadly, deadly. He is. Speaking deadly. of
0: what, you know what rhymes a deadly? Letty doesn't really. <laughs> look, it doesn't really rhyme. <laughs>
1: but- <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it
0: does not anyway. really rhyme. But anyway, we went oh. to school. Man, I, I did. I did. I go to college. <laughs> <laughs> that does not rhyme. I don't know why I said that. But uh, no.
2: Nick Letty, Moritz
0: Cider is a pairing I'm super excited to have.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Uh, nice. After watching Sider all year last year, he lived up to every expectation I had. He, game one. He's, he is he's so ready to be a top four defenseman. He's such a good skater, dude. Man, and the only thing
0: I didn't like, he got bull, he got basically dummied by Tage Thompson in the corner, which, which is gonna happen. But
2: Tage Thompson's also huge,
0: yeah. He's like, he's like Rasmussen's size, Rasmussen's yeah, topic. Garth,
2: yeah, talking to third big, person again. Big Daddy so Ras,
0: <laughs> big, big Daddy Ras, <laughs> his size. But uh, no, Nick Letty is such a good skater and it really
2: complements Moritz really well. Uh, I love that about Letty too because I feel like last year he didn't take. Too many risks, and he was more focusing on defense, and that's not his game. I feel like now being on a pairing with Cider, who's there to back you up all the time, he can take risks. And I, I love think if, that.
0: Letty is I so think it, talented. If the power play clicks like I think it can, especially when like I know in the third game they, they ran this too with like with like uh, Raymond and Letty were like the main two, like passing to each other. I think Letty could easily be a 40, 40 point defenseman plus dude.
2: And you have Larkin on that half wall if he's shooting with that confidence where he was last dude. That's scary. And then and then who cares is the front. I don't give a
1: shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think ultimately it'll probably be Rast that will be there. I would I would assume or Bertuzzi.
2: But I I almost think think Bertuzzi on that second unit with like Horonic and You have Cider running it with heroic. No, you split
0: it up a little bit. You spread the wealth a little bit. You get Rass right there, and then you have a good bumper guy, like I don't know,
2: like maybe Fabry. Fabry can shoot on a bumper. Or even like even Ernie. Adam Ernie. Yeah. Oh dude. My biggest my
0: biggest takeaway from the power play, honestly, is how active that bumper guy is. Like he's coming up all the way to almost to Letty, and then he's working all the way down to like the net front, where versus like last year they really stapled them right in the hash mark. You know what I mean? Where like Adam Ernie was stationary. But yeah, now did, they're running it. The they're spot. running it where like they're basically running this huge circle with the bumper where they're passing it back and forth, and there's just so many more lanes when you use the bumper like that.
2: But just think comparably like how fun our power plays are gonna be like this year, like if you run it like this, like the way they've been running it, like you have Raymond on the on his um strong side, yep, Letty up top, Larkin on the on his strong side, and then yep. let's say you have put Fabry and then Rass in front, right? Yep, how freaking fun is that? And then you go to Cider. Heronic on his offhand, and then Zadina on his offhand. And Zadina and Hronik had that good chemistry feeding back and forth. I thought it was fun. I love
0: how, like, they said they were going to do it, and then w- when they did it, holy shit, where they could. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then um, you put, like, Burt and Suter. And that unit's almost just as good as the other unit. Right. Because I thought Sider right. looked really good. That's just as dynamic, in my opinion. It. It's, yeah. You
0: have two, you have two equally good... Power play units.
2: <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if I'm getting a little over zealous oh. here, but I think our power play could be over 20% this year.
0: Whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm kidding. just saying, I, if, I you run, if you run if you run those
2: two units together, yeah. I think we can have a good, po- or like a competent power play this year compared to having the second worst power play last year at about running a 9% in the league. The Detroit <laughs> Red Wings. Yeah. Uh, yeah wow. I'm shooting for 18th. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, Pew Suter with a playmaker, Robbie Fabry two goals. I mean, one of them was an empty net sick oh. feed by Raymond. You know those points count. Um, yeah, I thought Robbie Fabry looked sick sauce on the empty net goal. I thought Robbie, I thought Robbie had a really good game. Um, what else? Did I, oh yeah, oh, it, Andy, your boy, just a clap bomb from top of the circle. Oh, litter, oh, there.
1: Put him in the starting lineup. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Man, you know what? You as know as what? Much- I changed my mind. Cider smell, yeah. Witter, Witter's running the power play. Hell yeah! yeah old Witter's up there. Actually, no. I want Witter's the bumper.
1: <laughs> Just creating cam. havoc.
2: <laughs> I still yeah, am was- riding that over. He's playing over five <laughs> games this year. Honestly, oh, no like,
1: yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's an all eighty-two. Like, oh, yeah. He's his his progression and uh
2: points has gone skyrocketed with that clapper so If he doesn't scrap when I go watch him in Milwaukee I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> he better better drop the hits. <laughs> I'm storming the ice. No,
0: but honestly I thought he looked fine like <laughs> otherwise but like I thought that goal was honestly a really nice goal.
1: It was a nice shot,
2: yeah. That was a snipe. I don't care what anyone says. Also
0: also also Stetch stepping in on that goal too.
2: That was nice. I love oh. to see Stetch with some confidence after having oh, a sick, sick um, world championships. Me Man, too. he's flying. Like, Stetch flies
1: up and down that ice, too. Like, oh, I, good I skater. Good skater. Yeah.
2: How nice is it to have this much competition going into picking a roster this year? You have eight what, I, defensemen. I kinda, yeah. And then I, I, probably
0: like 15, 15, honestly, quality forwards competing for 12 spots. I think what's so. Your, Fifteen.
2: What's or your more.
1: standpoint on Bobby Ryan? Like,
2: he should be on the team.
1: Okay, so yeah, because I was talking about with Garth, and I like after his. So I kind of, I
2: kind of, I kind of wrote about it
0: as well in my my most recent article, like saying like the guys with the most pressure, and honestly, I think Bobby Ryan's lived up like every expectation that we could have of him, and especially yeah. when we look at the lines that Blashell was running on on Friday, because so he ran a basically all NHL group, and uh, Bobby Ryan was filling on that second line with Suter and Fabry. Yeah. Um, ultimately, like, I think like the most fun answer would be Raymond in that spot.
2: And, that, so, and then and then you have Ryan in the bottom six role. Before that, that was before game three, right? That, that was before game three. And I thought Raymond was a stud in game three. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was one of the oh. Besides Larkin, <laughs> so I think good. he was the most noticeable player on the ice. He was actually so... Like I said, I mean, you had the discussion about Raymond before Game Three, and yep. going into Game Three, I was hoping he would have like a better game, and he lived up to every expectation going into Game Three, and he was oh so fun, and that makes me think. My biggest thing was in Game Two, he was getting tossed around a little much, and yep. Game Three, playing with Larkin, he looked. Oh, he looked that one good. that one passing play they had. At the oh point, my God, the circle with Hironik. That's what Zadina's eyes are so good, dude. He's they drew such that a good player. passer.
0: Did you if you were to, if you saw in the beginning Larkin went to talk to Horonic to tell him where to go. Yeah. Zina went to the spot and then Raymond went to get open. Oh, um him. but I made those notes about um the lineup before that game cuz I'm like i I'm like looking and that's obviously where Blashell's head was at before. Like he ran that lineup to get a practice in of with those guys and he and I know he said like, "Oh, this isn't the set lineup." But like that's what you're thinking right now. That's obvious. Yeah that's fine mm-hmm. i i totally i by by the games that they played i get why bobby ryan was in that spot
1: no i do too
0: i think he's earned a contract honestly Me, yep i agree and i think the thing i think where he gets in is he's beating out a guy like smith gagne or rowney and one of those guys so, are getting sent
2: down yeah so. after we're done touching on all the games can we run through like a quick run through of your forward lines like and defensive lines, what you guys think? Oh, what you, or, okay, or what, yeah. or what you guys want, or what you guys think? We'll go, all uh, because okay. I kind of want to do what I what I want, like personally,
0: and okay. I have right. my lines. We'll set. do that. We'll do that, and then maybe we'll do a combined one where we think, what depending on how much time we have. But we'll okay. do okay. Um, so go to like the third game, but yeah, basically like the story was that Lark, that Larkin, um, that Larkin Zadina Raymond line. They were, they, they definitely had their, they had their struggles the first period. Um, it was funny. So I, I was telling, I was, did I text you? I was like, or I was talking to Emma and I was, we were, she was watching the game with me and, and I was like, man, Dylan Arkin just hasn't looked the same. He literally scored the breakaway right when I said that. You said that? I am, I said somebody. that. No, I, I said that. that. I said he hasn't, he hasn't looked the same. I'm like, he looks like he hasn't played in a while, which is really well, reasonable. And then Letty throws him that seam pass, and he gets that breakaway for the – oh, my God. that's awesome.
2: Letty is – he's been super good. I mean – Playmaker of that game. And uh, he also set up
0: the – he also set up one of the – like one of the other goals, too. He would have got a third – if it was a third assist, he would have four assists.
2: I know we talked about that a little bit, but how nice is it to have a defenseman that can make, like, super clean escape moves now? Like, Heronik's, like, good with the – decent with the puck. But he's more – He doesn't a have – he, he doesn't he's, have that skating ability. He's a Martin Firk. Um Except like a lot better. Um yeah. dude. Oh, I love the way Letty skates and on the power play, he's so f- like he just moves like through. smooth. He's all over the place. I love oh, how you nice. like nobody
0: sees those hand motions, but you just they were so it. nice. Hey, I was clean. <laughs> your your, your demonstration
1: of uh
0: Nick Letty. Uh-huh. He had that one play where he gave that muffin right up the middle and then Cider saved him, but like that's how that pairing's gonna be. Letty's that's gonna be the fun defense. I mean.
2: I'm so cool with that.
0: Yeah, dude, if Letty, okay, Letty can bring offense and like he makes one blatant mistake a game and like whatever eventually it's going to cost us, but like at least he's making those offensive plays where he's trying to do something with the puck, you know what I mean? Instead of playing this conservative yeah.
1: bullshit. And I honestly I think I think we'll see more of that out of Letty this year than we have in years past, just because the systems are in. Like also he's going to be the, the guy. I, yeah, well exactly, he's going to be the guy for one, two I mean, different systems, different group, because, like, when you're with, well like, the Islanders, they're really, with Barry Trotz and Lou Lamorello, they're, they're pretty, like, quiet defensively. Like, they're just tight defensively, right? They don't make mistakes. They don't look for anything, like, special passes. Like, they just keep it simple, right? Right. So, I think I think like, we'll see hopefully, anyways, from what we already have seen, Nick Letty, like, kind of come over that shell a little bit to to make, try and make that play, make that pass, and have some fun with it too and obviously with him Cider together like we're all just oh, drooling drooling. That. literally just that's the drooling. word
2: you took the words right out of my mouth
1: yeah but like with Fleddy, i think we'll see him kind of come out of that little defensive shell or like that quiet shell i guess and have a little bit more mm-hmm. flash to his game this year just because a i, I don't think he like who's going to tell him no not to mm-hmm. like you know, like it's not what I've heard from Island, what I've heard
0: from Islanders fans, because I'm buddies with like I'm like good buddies with two like two of them, and I guess like Nick Letty, like they said they've liked him offensively like a couple times. Though. Like he's like those bad decisions caught up to him on a, in a good system like that, where yeah. he's like doesn't have as much leash, I guess. I would say, but like now he's gonna have that leash. So if he makes those mistakes, he can really make up for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and
1: um, even after he made that that shitty pass, and then Mo bailed him out, you could see he. He got back from his horse and he's like, "All right, it happens. It's, it's a game of hockey. A game of it's hockey. A, it's a veteran.
0: Game. It's a veteran guy right there.
1: Exactly. And it's like, all right, shit, shit happens. And I mean, wait, I a it's also freaking preseason too. So like, who really gives a shit? I <laughs> give a shit. We're doing a whole. We're doing a whole episode on preseason. <laughs> I think True. we give a yeah. shit. So yeah, but like, but those are things you still want to see them try and do. And no, I know I'm creativity. giving I'm giving you shit. I'm giving yeah, you shit. But but like, have creativity with it. Make it fun. Like. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's all it's all it looks like it's all upside right now. Anyways,
2: oh, for him. so fun. My like this literally is the same. It gives me such vibes of when Cider was paired with <laughs> Jelena overseas. Yep. Eric Jelena is a worse offensive Nick Letty, a worse defensive Nick Letty. But damn, Mo was just always bailing out Jelena, and yeah. Jelena, everyone overlooks and talks about how good. More Sider's points were Jelena had more points than him, and that's what it's going to be like with Nick Letty. And this will just give Mo points too, basically, because mm-hmm. Nick Letty's so good offensively. It's going to yeah. be really fun to watch them too. It's going to benefit, really.
0: benefit both of them. It's going to benefit both of them. They're both going to play a shit ton of minutes, and they're going to they're going to do great. I think I think honestly, right now, like if you're looking at it, I think both are going to be a po- quarterback each power play unit. They should be. Yep, like if I think the setup like we were talking about, I think that's the biggest thing. And I know Blatchel's like con, like his press conference is like for Lucas Raymond to make this team, he's got to be elite in the power play. Well, guess what, Jeff? He damn well is. That elite. Oh, is he elite? Both of uh, those team passes, and then like this the the vision he has. Also, man, his shot is so good. Yeah, like he's not like he's not strictly a playmaker. He's got that real ability to score. And I kind of like him. I was like, I was when they're running him a training camp on on his strong side. I was like, why are we doing this? But also, like, he's really good there. And like, for it opens up his passing seams more, I think. And also opens up for Larkin to shoot on that um on his strong side as well. Because man, that one rip over, over Elvis's shoulder,
1: that was sweet. Yeah, it was. Sorry, who are you talking about? Larks. We cut out Larks and us.
0: Raymond. Larks and Raymond, their connections oh, on the power play there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. how, like I know, like we're talking about, like how Blashill, like you know, like how big his thing was with how Raymond needed to be elite
1: in the power play, and yeah, yeah, I heard that part is just cut out, cut out for who we're talking about after. I wasn't sure if he switched guys or not. Sorry.
0: Oh no, no, no. we're still, we're still, you know, you were still gushing over the power play. we like, <laughs> gawking over it. Um, I thought, I thought Joe
1: Valeno also had a really good game. He uh, was he working in the bumper? No, he was from front. Net front? Okay, yeah. He looked good.
0: Technically, he looked good. but he wasn't really... The way they're running the power play, it's almost like uh, the net front guy is kind of like off to the side a little bit. Because that's, that's how that's how Valeno was... Uh, that's where he was at on, for the, his goal. He scored off yeah. the,
2: the side there. Um, net front there, yeah. I like how much confidence Joe has been playing with this preseason. That's kind of what my issue was with Raymond right away. He's not showing that confidence that Like, out of our young players, they need to show confidence. And Raymond didn't really show it until, like, I thought this game, he was very confident. And Joe has been confident. That's going into game four. Bergeron had that confidence. Skating with the puck.
0: Um, We'll stick with with game three right now. But, yeah, uh, finish up on that. I thought, like, uh, yeah, Valeno-Pearson, I thought they both had strong games. Um, What are you laughing about?
1: Just drill sergeant over here.
0: I'm just trying to keep keep this, yeah, I know. Keep this train on the tracks. Jeez. i yeah, are just busting your balls. We had, we had Greaseball over here fixing his hair like on Zoom when nobody's going to see him. Who, me or him? Him? I mean, I, <laughs> before the Zoom started, you like we were, we were just talking before Grant got on and you were fixing your hair in the mirror.
1: Me? Yeah, you went to yeah, the bathroom I and fixed your hair. I know. No, no, I went, I went to get us some water. Oh, okay. I, was, I saw you like fix your hair in the mirror.
2: Oh yeah, I mean I'm just, just a rough a... hair here. I think your hair looks beautiful, Andy. Thanks, Grant. I appreciate same
0: that. Sam can't be said for Grant here. I mean, his mop
2: still Ruff. wrapping the floor. Um. Yeah.
0: Another. Uh, another lackluster game for Carter Rowney.
2: Yeah i I had like high expectations for him, which I shouldn't have had after um his the uh, red Rose light line. scrimmage.
0: I thought his red versus white scrimmage was pretty decent,
2: but yeah, yeah. that's what I mean, I had high expectations oh, okay. going into preseason. He looked okay, good gotcha. in the red like white, especially I misheard you. Yeah, so um, going into preseason, I'm like, eh. basically, yeah, yeah, it was weird. Guys, so he went, you
1: guys got me fired up for him, and then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, when, he, when we first got him, I was like, oh, okay. But you guys were talking about him, I'm like, okay, maybe, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like nope no, no. <laughs> I was like no. I, was, I was correct okay <laughs> i <I'm> um, underwhelming
0: <laughs> I think it's a, it said a lot from Blasio a little bit how it went from Rowney was centering that quote-unquote fourth line but then Stevens took over for it in practice and during the game on Sunday and Rowney was he was centering like a couple AHL guys during that third game and he's just not he's not bringing anything special like he he's his penalty killing is pretty decent but like you need to do more than be a decent pally killer.
2: That's what I mean. Like you can't tell me that Rowney's been better than like Turner Elson or Dominic Shine. You can't. Uh I mean, yeah. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't ar- <laughs> like he hasn't been better. There's no argument there. <laughs> he hasn't been worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that, saying he good. hasn't been better. <laughs> okay. John Shine, fair. NMU alum. Unreal. Pick me. Yeah, Pickney, Michigan. Pick me native.
0: I didn't realize that um. Him and Spiza grew up together. Like they, they, grew up together, best friends growing up.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I guess they like play, like played with each other like until college, because Spiza went to um, Bowling Green. Yeah, okay. and then they
1: played against each other.
0: Yeah, not a big deal. That's a couple um,
1: D1
2: athletes. W- WCHA. Rest in peace. Then Bowling Green just got rolled this weekend by Michigan. Was it seven one? Seven one. Poor Red. Red Savage. No, Reds on Miami. Oh, he's on. I, I think they, they won green. like 7 to 3. Oh, did they? Yeah, I forgot who they played, but they kind of killed whoever they played.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so yeah, third game was easily like the the best. Um, Larkin's post-game comments were so funny.
2: Oh my god.
0: Comparing his first period to Ricky Bobby after <laughs> yeah. he crashed his car in his first race back was so good. Oh. <laughs> i'm on fire <laughs> man uh, <laughs> it was so good <laughs>
1: i caught I I the clip of that just like that part and i was like what the hell is he talking about and then i watched the then i went back and watched the whole thing like the whole question and everything like that i was like oh okay no it makes total sense like
0: where he's coming from i totally agree like he did like he looked a little like lost out there at the first period of yeah, that game switch which to is the ccm which, bucket yeah. I I kinda like him in the CCM bucket. I know. He Get needs to the the switch the gloves dirty. though. He needs to switch the gloves though. Dude, he was dripped out. I like the new the CCM twig. I don't know which twig that is, but uh the blue. That's nice. I don't know what I I don't know what like uh, um brand or like what line that is from CCM, but for Larkin? Yeah, Larkin Larkin's using that blue CCM. Oh, I thought it was a warrior still. No, he's using CCM. It's that uh, it's the CCM that Matthews was using last year. Oh,
1: FT4 the FT4.
0: Yep, thank you. Yeah, that's what what he's using. Um, if you you had to
2: put um, your three stars of the game that game, who would you give it to? Game three,
0: uh, Larkin's number one. I go probably Letty number two and Raymond three. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah,
2: literally, yep, perfect. Letty was so good.
0: Letty was really good. Um and then, you, can even, you can throw a fourth to like Mo.
2: Yeah, Mo was like yeah. just he's just uh he's
0: And Zedina just can't score. That setup that pass from Raymond down low.
1: Um yeah. Very good dish. We gotta get him a sports psychiatrist there.
0: That's what I was sure. gonna say earlier. I was gonna be like, yeah. that's what he obviously he just needs to get out of his head. Yeah. Uh, like he's got I all think- the ability in the world. And like I was like, uh, I was gonna reference this earlier, but uh like, all summer, I was, like, getting, like, a kind of offended because, like, uh, the athletic writers, like, do they do, like, um, how, like, they think the, the young guys for every team is doing and, like, what they project them as. And, like, they were projecting Zadina as a middle six forward. And I'm like, no, he's got that ability. But, like, mentally, he, he is a middle six forward right now. So, yeah. He needs to get out of, he needs to get out of that mindset.
2: My thing is with the, all the athletic ratings is the ratings have been such a boring team in the past that nobody cares to watch them. So, nobody knows what Zadina looks like, to be honest. They have all these other teams to pay attention to, so and they and compare them
1: to other people in their draft class they, and they just look team. at
2: points and how he's doing versus like I mean he was drafted before Quinn Hughes mm-hmm. yes my my, thing, my my biggest thing
0: i my I'm kind of with you, but like i I'm gonna change a little bit. My biggest issue is like they really follow them during their draft year and they know everything about the prospect then, yeah, but after yep. they're drafted, they have to focus on the they they focus on the focus next on the next class. draft year yeah. So they kind of just go statistically afterwards, which is, like, I kind of get it. Like, you're doing a national coverage, but, like, it's also a weird thing to go off of. No, yeah, for sure. Because, like, um, oh, it was one, another one by the Red Wings. So I was, like, I was kind of surprised they gave Elmer middle six. Like, I, I don't necessarily disagree, but I'm, like, wow, it's a lot right now.
2: I think, dude, oh, I've been watching a lot of Elmer lately. And last game, he was yeah. so good. He <laughs> played – I don't think he's played over eight minutes since he's been – in the like 15, SHL, he played,
0: 50, he played 15 last. That's game.
2: what I mean. I, I don't think he's played over eight minutes before this game on Saturday. And he had six shots on goal and a power play assist. He's yeah. starting to get power play time. And I think he had two disgusting toe drags, which I'm all for. Elmer yeah, has yeah. hands. He's six foot eight and he can shoot a puck. <laughs> and he's <laughs> not scared to get in the corners. This is a Mack truck. I think to, that knows this, how to stick handle. I'm going to be completely honest. I think this kid has a potential through the roof being 6 foot 8. If he can get everything clicking and everything together, just be a little bit smarter, he could be such a good player. Yeah. So, I mean scary. I kind of I, I kind of
0: get it, but like I was kind of like my biggest like ones I was like looking at him like he's really
2: a like 7th round pick. Uh, yeah. no, he was he was 6th in 2019, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He was 6th. Oh, we had yeah, Tuiavi two, 2Tev two in 7th round.
0: Tuiavi, yeah. Tuiavi. With
2: the
1: with, with that one, he, he's uh For how tall he is, too. He's a pretty smooth skater. Like, could clean it up a bit, but. Great skater, honestly, for his
0: size. For his
2: size. I I actually love waking up in the mornings and watching Frollando. Live for that.
0: You got to send me that link
2: to where you watch those again, too.
0: I will. Andy, they're in the group chat.
1: Right, yeah, okay. I think I just (laughs) sent them to you, Garth. No, it's in the group chat. It's in the group chat. He was in the group, group, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, I I, I remember that now, yeah.
0: It seemed like Blashell really changed his tune at the end of the game with, the, with Raymond in the press conference. He's kind of like, wow, he's – yeah. No, he didn't yes. say it. But like, <laughs> this kid's a stud. was kind of like – he kind of changed his tune where it's like, he needs to be great. He's like, well, he had a good, really good game. Like, he kind of like what he changed. Yeah, he wasn't
2: like, – yeah. Oh, my God. So, can, I think
1: – Well,
2: I think maybe the type of guy
1: – What's that? Was, go ahead. I was going to say, Blashell's the type of guy where he won't give credit enough credit i don't think anyway any anytime unless you're like larkin or bertuzzi or someone like that but even then he's still like his heart on them he doesn't really but, cut
0: guys either which though which i respect
1: exactly but I like, like he, he he expects expects which like, at the NHL level everyone does consistency
0: mm-hmm.
1: right so if if that's where i think like the comment about raymond about his like mrs blashel or whatever that whole comment <laughs> i think it's more like can you bring this every night type of deal? That's right. where he's getting at. And it's, it's funny clips, like you get, like we were talking about earlier. His yeah, clips just, are yeah. – sound
2: bites are just off the wall. I know – But uh,
0: Raymond, Raymond leads the, leads the team and Oh, no, 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 Letty him
2: and Letty are tied preseason points. So, yeah. I know we've hammered the nail on this already, but I kind of want to ask you guys, when he throws those seam passes, like who does that remind you of? Like, on the power play, like, his seam passes are I, – I haven't seen anything like that, like, in a Red Wings uniform in a long time. But in the NHL, if you go, like, around – I mean room. No. I mean, he's been compared to this guy a lot. It's like Marner to Matthews. Yeah. Maybe. Marner's seam passes to Matthews on the power play are ridiculous. And now yeah. – Yeah, I think
0: like, I think stylistically they're kind of different, but I guess that, that aspect of their game is kind of similar.
2: Like, and the not- way he throws those seam passes and it's so deceptive with them. Like, and Larkin's like, L- like think- a little bit of a better shooter than Matthews. So if you come, <laughs> if you combine <laughs> <Shut> the two. <laughs> I thought
0: you were serious for a second.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I really like the dynamic of h- him throwing seam passes from his strong side. Yeah, if, he, you kinda go, oh. if you kind of want to go, if you kind of
1: want to go back to old school, I mean, like, they're both still playing the league last year, but when they're in the prime, kind of like a modern version of Jumbo and Patty Marlowe, too. I knew exactly I what you're Kinda, I knew you were thinking. Yeah. I knew you're thinking. I knew
0: you're thinking that because you you we were talking about the the Amazon Prime doc, and I knew Thornton was fresh in your head. Yeah, you know I
1: love Thornton. You know I love Jumbo. <laughs> we hilarious. love Jumbo.
0: Good good, Ste. Marie guy. Oh, a yeah.
2: Panthers stud. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hope go Hounds. yeah. Go, Hounds. <laughs> go, <Hounds. laughs> but uh, I think the price. difference
0: with I think the difference with Raymond and Marner is like. Marner like is a lot better on his edges. He 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 can rely on his skating more. Where Raymond is relying on his head
2: more. I I'm more talking better. more power play seam passes. I'm not talking. No no, no I know I know
0: yeah. I know. But like I know it's the narrative though. That like from the draft is like Lucas Raymond's the next Miss Marner.
1: <laughs> Marner but, yeah, yeah. Marner's
2: skating abilities are, a lot next better. to Yeah, next yeah, to yeah, I I don't know. There's many players that can skate like Marner can.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, so I yeah that was easily the most fun, and then we get like we get you know the Red Wings are riding this high three game win, three game win streak, and then uh, absolute dud today.
2: Well, who the hell wants to play at twelve p.m. in the afternoon? I feel bad for anyone that was on that that roster. I kind
0: of love how, like how like how many veterans were thrown in that like Mark Stahl had to play in that game. <laughs> I feel <laughs> so bad for
2: Mark Stahl. He's
0: like, there <laughs> like, like, you go, Stahl. I usually life. don't
1: get up to one every day. <laughs> hey Stallsy, he get um, in there, chub.
0: You're up there. Um, he had a rough game, though. You could tell he had a bad game.
2: Yeah, he was not there.
0: Um, there wasn't many guys I really like. Thought had like particularly great games. Uh, I think like Suter looked good. Uh, Bergren was playing with like lower competition, so I thought like that hurt him, but he played fine.
2: So Bobby I, Ryan,
0: Bobby Ryan played pretty well.
2: I want to talk about Berggren a little bit, if you guys don't okay. mind. I love talking. I mean, about I, I,
0: I never mind talking about Berggren.
2: So I. I missed part of the game. I was kind of watching on my phone because I was doing some other stuff. But I, the first period, just the way he skates with the puck in the offensive zone, and he's, uh, I, just, he's so confident with controlling a play, and he can, just like everyone, just watches him. It's actually I love watching that, and I, I guess I spent so much time watching him and putting time into him last year, and getting right. so excited about him that my like expectations for him and hopes for him are kind of through the roof, which I probably shouldn't do. No, but I, I'm so excited to watch him this year. Like in Grand Rapids, I think he's going to be a star this year at Grand Rapids and everyone's going to love him.
0: Yeah. Blasio kind of pointed that out in the press, like the, his press conference saying like how he, he, he thinks he needs that time in Grand Rapids to start with. And I completely agree. Were, were they giving him reps at center?
2: No. I thought he played a couple shifts at center. I think Elson was on the one playing center on his okay. line. And I think a big thing with Bergen is develop developing better awareness in his D zone. And that's a big mm-hmm. thing for him because in a Red Wings system where we're trying to be more like the Islanders, yep. he's going to need to be a lot better in his D zone because of his offensive zone. I-, I think he's so impressive.
0: Yep. But, yeah, <laughs> honestly, just kind of a dud game. Nadalkovich led in that week one from Carter. Um and then, just, yeah, it was kind of a dud game. Bobby Ryan had that chance where he hit the post. Um, otherwise, there just wasn't much going on. It was kind of just a dud game, shitty afternoon game. Yeah. yeah
1: I, was, I texted you, like, I lost connection here because I had to stream out of my phone. Mm-hmm. I lost connection after Carter scored. I was like, oh, okay. And then I texted you, like, oh, probably halfway through the second period, maybe, or third period, like, near the it end. It was later in the
0: second, time. I think. You, yeah, it was, I was or no no. No, it was third period. because I I, I, You, te- you texted me right after I shut it off.
1: Yeah, you, and you told me you shut it off. And then you told me the score. I was like, oh. Yeah, 5-1. All I know yeah. is
2: Kasperi Kapanen was just ripping some snipes. Yeah, but he had two and one today or something like that. He also had two penalties,
0: yeah. too, I think. He had two penalties.
2: How about Dan Heinen?
0: Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, also, another, another story coming from this game is Rass was supposed to play in this game. But he tweaked something and he didn't play. So Blaschell was kinda of coy with what's going on. He said it's day by day.
2: And what's on so with, so. with Burr? Are they just being cautious with him or what? I have like
0: there is like I don't I, I don't know. Ever since that rumor came out, I know it's nothing. Like I know you're pretty anti, like that's nothing, but like it's felt kinda of weird, like where Blaschell literally said that he's that he's ready, he's gonna get in game and Burr's gonna get in game soon. But then like he said in the press conference today that he wasn't ready. So I don't know. There's like some miscommunication there of what they want the narrative to be.
2: So yeah, I'm really confused what's going on there, and I
0: I'm not saying I'm not saying that has anything to do with the trade rumor that Bob Duff said there is going on. I'm just saying there's some there's some miscommunication of what's actually going on with Bertuzzi, and they should. It seems like Eisenman wanted them to say one thing, and Blatchill said the other.
2: Yeah.
1: To me. Because yeah. I like when I saw that, I was kind of. Kinda of threw me off for a loop too. I was like, "Really?"
2: Like, well, I mean, he's practicing on the first line, and the team's practices, so that's what's confusing me.
1: And then, unless, and he has- unless
2: he's actually not ready to play yet.
1: I
0: know, but then, Bla- like, Basho said, I think it was Friday. He said he was cleared.
2: Because he had that maintenance day. He had the maintenance and- day
0: Monday, which is where everyone ran rapid, but like everyone went back to normal when you know practices. Well, I'm but- just
2: thinking like maybe is just a little slow, and maybe he actually is not ready. Because I mean, yeah. he's been practicing on the first line. Why would you not play him in preseason? Because after right. he took that weird hit. And I know
0: he's not playing. He's not playing tomorrow. Yeah, Marshall said he's not. I anymore. forgot
2: we play tomorrow. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm yeah, so excited. we three and three. Eh? That's awesome.
0: Yeah, Ooh, it's probably gonna be uh, like I think it's gonna be I think it's, be, I think it's be Raymond and Cider probably playing tomorrow. And Chicago, I hope Bergeron
2: gets a back to back. I want to see him he more. He
0: might. There might be a couple guys that get back to back simply because it's oh, a 12 o'clock game to seven. I just
2: want to see him get some opportunities to play with like. Better like players. Better players, not to be mean, yeah. Turner Olsen. No disrespect, bro. Uh, How many he, good free- he had a good fight. He had a good fight. I was so happy. And that's when Bergeron kind of turned it on after he got nailed. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm good. here. Let's turn it on. Do you know and- Brian, Brian
0: Dumoulin's from Maine? Who cares about Brian Dumoulin? It's <laughs> trash. Yeah. It's two times Stanley Cup winner. I'm just saying. It's kind of interesting. He's from Maine. Not a lot of players are from Maine. Yeah, he likes to
1: chug beers at the parades, too. Yeah, he does. Good for him. The guy was a guy was... Almost no. Okay, I can't say that because you know, Ovechkin was on his own level at the party. But. <laughs> <laughs> he he was having a good time. He was enjoying himself.
0: Yeah. Overall, not a good game. And yeah, it's, it's preseason. Whatever. Yeah, um, I didn't
2: care too much.
0: So you want to go? You wanted to get into the um the lineup talk.
2: So I want to know like what you guys want as your like lines this year, and I guess that Bertuzzi talk like that makes. Everything a little interesting. I mean, I don't buy into it a whole lot. I think he's just, obviously, they, he had interest this summer. People wanted him. And mm-hmm. uh, didn't seem like Eisner wanted to give him up unless it was for, like, a pretty good chunk. And I think is, which is right, because he's your first-line winger, basically. <laughs> he's really valuable yeah. to you. Unless you're getting a lot for him, it doesn't make sense right now. Unless you start having these younger guys fill in in the future, and yeah. then Bertuzzi's spot's getting a little bit weeded out, and then you get rid of him for a good price. Mm-hmm. and get something you need. Starting Wasn't Toronto one of
1: the teams that were actually interested in him, too? Yes.
2: Yeah, that was the summer. And then yeah. L- yeah. LA, I know, was interested, and in, I think it was was a Philly. Philly was makes interested sense. in everybody, though. F-
0: yeah, yeah, Philly makes sense for him. He's a Philly guy. Him and, t- connecting,
2: um, the line, or him and connecting in that Oh, uh, <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want connecting back. I want connecting yeah. back. For yeah, Patrici. I know. Me, too. <laughs> no, we need some right-handed shooters.
0: Yeah. yeah um true. So, I guess, do you want me to, like, just get – like, give you a lineup and – Well, do you want
2: there? me to go first? I'll go first. I don't care. All right. All right. All right. You're you late, all, care, all right. So, I actually, like – this is the dream lineup this year. And I honestly think the possibility of having – like, well, having Bron out four months kind of makes it very interesting because it okay. could be really fun for, like, younger players. Although, it sucks that Bron is out. Yeah. Um, Plus the Bertuzzi aspect, too, of the Canadian game. which yeah. So, yeah, that's going to make it even more interesting for when he's out. Um, but this would be my dream lineup. Bertuzzi on the left wing with Larkin and Raymond on the first line. Okay. And, and then I throw Suter, Zadina, and fabre on a line. I love the way Zadina and Fabri looked together last year at the start of the year. Zadina, Yes. Fabry we was scoring with... a, some nice goals when Zadina was feeding him. Yeah, they're playing with Ryan. Yep, and I mm-hmm. thought Puse looks really good with Fabry as well, and I think that could be a cool dynamic. And I like okay. the way Larkin and Raymond were connecting and that Larkin and Bertuzzi are, are always so good together. Mm-hmm. And I think also, I think Raymond and Bertuzzi could be a nice little duo there. The way Bertuzzi plays, I think it would complement Raymond's game very well. Yeah, open up some more space for him. Yep. And then jumping in the third line, this is where stuff gets really interesting. And I was talking to you about how I don't want that third line to stick together. I kind of want Rass centering Ryan and Valeno. Okay. Which I don't think will happen because I don't think. I think that's they. Knocking, still want,
0: that's knocking two of those guys down, yeah.
2: I don't think they. I think Blasio loves his Nemescov and Ernie too much. I don't think he. I don't know what they want to do with Valeno because. It's going to be tough for him to ever make the team with our center situation right now.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. he's not better than Pius right now. And Rasmussen could end up being a really good third line center. And they are putting in a lot of time to him right now. Yep. And then you have Stevens centering Ernie and Domestikov. And then you have Gagne as so your scratch. And Giovanni and Rowney are being sent to the moon. Okay. Waiver wire. Waiver wire, baby waiver season because i think um, stevens has been really good so i'm
0: gonna give my take i'm gonna go more of a realistic i think this is where i'm gonna guess this is where blash's head's at i kind of like where you're at your first line i think i'm gonna keep it that way i think I, would think I similar.
2: love that first line i think if you're gonna put but, raymond in the lineup you need him on first or second line
0: yep and again so I, i'm glad we're on this this page now because i know was it before yeah it was before the saturday game you were kind of like What good is he going to do Raymond here? Raymond needs to – I think Raymond right now, for what he's proven, he can go dominate the AHL. Like, cool, great. That's awesome. Well, it wasn't – He needs to grow his game in the NHL, and the Red Wings aren't good. It's not necessarily
2: that. It was more of why would you – like, if he's not ready to be in a top six, which after watching Saturday's game, he showed me a lot more than he did in his first game. I know he had two Mm. points in his first game, but that ultimately doesn't mean a lot. Unless he's like showing every shift five on five that he's like ready to be here, and five on five he was very good on Saturday.
0: A little PK time too for the kid.
2: So, and I like that he that penalty kill little two on one with Pearson. That was nice. <laughs> um, no. um,
0: but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, kind of there. I I just think yeah, I think ultimately he's gonna learn the best from the NHL game. He's gonna struggle at first. He's gonna struggle his first like ten games. But he needs to develop and become that elite power play guy and like become good at five on five. And he, when he's playing with skill guys like that, like who are mentally thinking the game like him, it's gonna do so much better for him in the long run. Yeah. So
2: Agreed.
0: I would go similar to the first line. I think I like that that combo. I like the second line. Obviously, don't change it up. I'm gonna be realistic and I think is gonna try that first that third line to start. I think – well, I think it's re- – I know it's not the fun answer, but I think that's
2: what's going to happen. Mastigov, Ernie, and Rasmussen. Yep. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I think they've been good in the preseason. Or, yep. well, they only played the one game together, and they were really good.
0: Ultimately, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's – I don't know if it sticks to the whole year, but that's what they're going to start with.
2: And the thing is with that, the first preseason that game they played, I mean, they had a couple of goals against, but they ran the ice with Sabrango and Cotton. Yep. Those two goals that they had against, and then they were also playing against the Tays line. Yep.
0: Um, and then the fourth line's kind of like a miss. I'm, I'm saying Rowney gets sent down. And then you rotate in Gagne and Smith on that fourth line with Ryan and Stevens. I really liked how Ryan and Stevens have looked. You run that more as like a skill line. Because your fourth, it doesn't have to be a shutdown line. So you, you think
2: Villano starts in the minors?
0: I think so. Yeah. Um, unless this Rasmussen, Rasmussen thing is serious. Then Villano fills in that third that. line. And then he fills in your third line center and you got that solved right away. Boom, bingo, bango.
2: So, the only thing that worries me a little bit is, like, what good is – it's kind of the same argument for Raymond. What good is Valeno doing in the minors this year? I think he's ready to be an NHL player. Especially I think in a so, Red too. I,
0: I just don't think, like – he doesn't have that offensive upside as much as Raymond. So, like, the argument is against him for that power play time where he's going to get all, a lot of that ice time. You know what I mean?
2: But he's – I don't know. I just. See I him. agree he's
0: better player than a lot of the guys here. I just don't think he had a good he had a good second or his second game, but his first game wasn't anything special.
2: He's, in my
1: opinion. He I don't think there's like enough room for the role that he would need to play.
2: Correct. Okay. Kind of where I'm and then at. jumping yeah. into my second part of that is what room is there for him? None right now, right? Especially if you want him to play center. And then he is I think better at center than he is at wing, but I haven't really I seen agree. him at wing. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Ultimately, what happens with him? Does he get traded in the future? Valeno? No. Where Where does he go then? That's what my question is. Yeah. He's gonna, he'll
0: start in the AHL and he's immediately the first call-up guy. That's what's going to happen. Because, I, you, yeah, because
2: you bet your ass the first weekend there's going to be an injury. I'm just saying, like, Warm- if you want him to be a center so bad, like, so right now, I think Rasmussen I, is the third-line center of the future. I I legitimately think that and I think Suter is kind of just filling that second line role right now until we get a very like a strong first or second line center and then Mm -hmm. we'll have run Larkin as a second C or first C depending on who you get as that that other center and then Puse either switches to Wang or gets kicked to the curb and then Stevens has the possibility of proving a fourth line center role even third line line too he's got upside where do you go with Valeno? Is he trade bait for the future? Because I think he has upside.
0: I think he's upside too, but I mean, ultimately, like, this is a great position to be in. This is something the Red Wings haven't we dealt with in a long time. We would never
2: have plethora of, of one position. So this and is a I good thing. To have. I wouldn't even say plethora. I think No, he we can have like play. one guy. <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't hate to see him being switched to wing and being able to run wing and center. Because I think he's smart enough right. to be able to do both.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, it's just where I. Just don't think he's gonna bring. I don't know. I would love Joe Valetto in the opening night line I just but don't think it's gonna happen. Is
2: he better than? Is he more valuable than Ernie or Namastakov on a third line wing role? I'd want to know that. Play him at wing in preseason. Give him a couple reps playing with. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. You need to see it first. Like right now, I don't. I don't have an answer yeah. for you. We don't know. But yeah, exactly. We don't know. That's the thing. I'm. I'm with you though. With what we should do there. Um, I yeah,
2: man. and then I that stuff. like I know I have Gagne as a scratch, but ultimately I'm I've been very impressed—not impressed, I guess. He's looked good though. He had a kind of looked, a
0: tough, he had a tough game today, but everyone kind of did.
2: Everyone did. What was it? it sound the second game he played with Valeno and Zadina. He still has like his mm-hmm. he still has good hands. Like he's smart with like smartest with the puck. And he can—he's developed himself into a penalty killer for the Red Wings. Yeah, he's me like
0: on the—he's hes, be, he's gonna be on the team. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. Whether he's it a just, scratch or—he's he's also a guy where if like
1: if like it gets really thin or you need to change up the power play, he could he could s- step in on the power play too. Like he had success there in Columbus when he was on the power play. So well, that's my
0: thing. With, that's my thing with Bobby Ryan on the fourth line. Oh Is yeah, he's true. Gonna, he's gonna be that fill-in guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's my—I guess. That's kind of what I'm hoping to I mean, eliminate this, is, this, is
1: eliminate this good, year. That's that's a good, I guess, kind of like problem to have is we have enough guys to like kind of spread the love where we can. If shit gets hits the wall, like shit hits the right. fan, you know, there we can always just try to throw this against against the wall, see so if it'll stick for the time being until something happens.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's just like something that I want wanted eliminated this year is like a guy like Ganya playing in the power play. Like guys like Gagne and well, Papla well, playing on the like power if, play last year, but, but
0: he, but right now we're not projecting him to be a power play guy. I, I like know, I know, him I him know what you're fill saying he's a
2: fill-in, even as a fill-in, I don't want that. I don't think.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Bobby Ryan's
2: ahead of him in that fill-in chart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he
0: is. Yeah. I'm just saying so, last year
2: that really hurt me when Gagne was yeah, Phil Polo were on the power play. I was wanted yeah, to cool. bang my head against my Chromebook when I wrote. But with watching. a
0: fourth line like Gagne, um, Stevens, <laughs> and Ryan, you kind of have you kind of have a like a. Like a skill based fourth line where they can run in and give some offense. I love that. And they're all pretty like like Ryan, not so much defensive, but Gagne
2: Stevens are pretty responsible. I think Ryan can develop more of a defensive role too. what well, he wants smart, to do he's, he's I mean he's, he's smart w- enough. Yeah. And like he said, he wants um, to throw his weight around. I like that.
0: Yeah. Um I don't have too much else to No I
1: say. gotta get heading head to work here, boys. Yeah, I think we can I think we can, think we can wrap this up. Okay.
0: Um yeah. Man, there's just so much to talk about. It was a great week to be a Red Wings fan, honestly. Interesting,
1: sure. lot lots to talk about. Yeah,
2: and it's gonna be the same thing next week. I could probably talk for another two hours. I probably could as well. We could, yeah. <laughs> but
0: uh, we'll wrap <laughs> it up. I need, to, a- I need to get. I need to get to bed too. I gotta. I gotta get up in the morning. But uh, yeah, this will do it for episode. I didn't even say the episode number. Episode six of oh, the yeah. Production Line podcast. I didn't even say the name either. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, in season form. I don't know if we'll have... I I keep saying we'll have a midweek, but I got so much homework to do. It'll probably be a weekend one again. But um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening.